Hey guys, when it comes to real estate, what's your default position? That's what we're talking about today. Welcome to the Utah Real Estate Show podcast, the show where two agents and a lender teach real estate best practices by talking through mistakes we've seen and made. So here's a couple different ways that you can look at this or help remedy this. Because or how you should have done it in the first place, right? Yeah, because Jason had, it's a default. So he has right to that earnest money and he has the right to sue. He may not be able to sue for performance, but he can now go and sue and take him to court for another five grand to pay for that. Right, because he can show damage like that. Exactly. But who wants to be in court? What oh. a miserable way to spend your day. And you're still trying to sell your house. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Utah Real Estate Show. I am Tyler Cazera, Utah Real Estate Agent. Jason Christiansen, Mortgage Lender. Eric West, Utah Real Estate Agent. We have a great episode tonight. Our special guest, Peter Christensen, he is the CEO of UCAR, the Utah County Association of Realtors. He was unable to make it tonight. Uh, super smart guy. Hopefully we'll have him on another episode Hopefully. when he's schedules a little bit more free. Yeah. Um, and we kind of teased it in the open, but tonight we're talking about default. Yeah. We're talking about the real estate purchase contract, or sometimes we say Repsy for short. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about section 16. Ooh, um, uh, and this, this, is, this is the legal one. Oh, it's a fearful section. It is one you never want to be in. If you yeah. have no idea what section 16 is, pat yourself on the back right now. Yes. <laughs> um, because this means that you have not run afoul of a contract. Section 16 is about breaking the contract. Yes. And yes. what happens Not when voiding, you, not backing out. Breaking. Breaking, right. Um, So really quick, uh, we're not gonna read the whole thing for you, but basically it it outlines if a buyer breaks the contract, there are three options. And if a seller breaks the contract, there are three options. They're pretty similar. They're very similar. Now as we're talking about this, make sure you, if you have a situation, drop it in the comments below. Go tell us if you've had a crazy default situation or a break. Or a random question, would this apply? Yeah. So really quick, let's just talk about what those are. First, we talk all the time about earnest money. Mm -hmm. And so So if somebody breaks the contract, the other party gets the earnest money. That's the idea. That's the first basic tenet of what earnest money is. (laughs) And in 16, that is a reinforcement. Section 16 is a reinforcement of that principle. If you break the contract as a buyer, the seller gets the earnest money. If you break it as a seller, the buyer gets the earnest. Now we've talked a little bit about this before in previous sections of the Repsy where it talks about buyer default, seller default on mm-hmm. um, section eight. On section eight, which is due diligence and financing. We're not going over that right now because it depends on how the contract is written, depending on which section is kind of applying yeah. to situations. Yeah. And where this is going to be kind of broad, best case scenarios or best worst case scenarios. Yeah. Most yeah. common scenario, I guess you would so, say, maybe. One differentiation, if the buyer backs out, seller keeps earnest money. If the seller backs out, the buyer gets their earnest money back and a sum equal. Because the buyer's saying, hey, it's worth this much. I'm willing to put in this much. The seller says, yeah, I agree to that. And if I back out, I'll cough up that much back to you. Correct. So, so that's your first cure on both sides. Yeah, so what's a good example <laughs> of some possible defaults that would happen. Anytime you go past one of the voidable sections mm-hmm. and then cancel for that section. So okay. even due diligence, you're like, oh man, we found out that there's termites or there's something crazy that happens. Yeah, you did but your inspection. You're, you're past the due diligence deadline. Yep. 
and now you back out for due diligence, you're you, you're you could be in so sorry. Keep Myron's money. Good luck selling it to someone else, right? Yeah, yeah, that's how that goes. Yeah. So the well, let's talk about those other two pieces, and then let's get into some examples. Yeah, like yeah, Eric yeah. Was talking so about. the second one. Yeah. You leave the earnest money where it is. You say no, 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 no. This transaction's still happening. I'm taking you to court. You will sell. You will buy. Whichever one. Right. Mm-hmm. Sue so for performance. That's the legal phrase. Sue for performance. And that means like I am suing Jason because you and I have an agreement. You're going to sell me that house. Or you're, you're going to buy the this The contract house. was there. That's why we yeah. have it in writing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Legal parties of legal age. And and it could be things like, well, I mean, whatever. The, ultimately, it's to buy or sell that house. Yep. Um, it could be maintenance and different things on the house. But ultimately, it's about selling that house. Mm-hmm. So suing for performance means... I'm going to make the other party. I'm going to have a judge compel the other party to do what they agreed to do in the first place. Complete the contract. Exactly. That's the second option. Okay. Now, the third option is you say, to heck with the earnest money. Go ahead. Have it back. Now, I'm really going to hit you. And it, it is as if you really, you know, any damage that you suffer outside of a real estate contract, if Eric wrecked my car, for example, that I've suffered damage and right. I would sue Eric for the price of the car or for the damages, the medical expenses, whatever. That is a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And that's the remedy everything else takes besides yes. real estate, which is kind of a magical thing about the contract. Yeah, the contract is a special thing. Most people don't realize like <laughs> contract self remedies with earnest money. Uh, it self heals, which is the great thing. Even if somebody screws up miserably, most of the time, hopefully, if you've written the contract right, the yeah, most of the time, the earnest <laughs> money is going to be the satisfying uh, remedy in that situation. Yep. But it's if something great. really goes over the top, and we're going to talk about two cases tonight, <laughs> if something really goes over the top, you may elect to hit the nuclear option, which is sixteen point one or sixteen point two three or C. Mm-hmm. C is C, what it, it's yeah, C. C, C, C. Um, and that is. Um, here's your earnest money. See you in court. That's what that one is. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about on the, well, let's talk about the buyer side first. Okay. So you should talk about story time. Yeah. Let's do story time. Is it Eric? You I have, you story have a story time, time with story time. With, so much fun. story time with Eric on the buyer. Okay. So here's one. That's a very, uh, real case scenario that could happen. Um, I'm going to buy a house from Jason. It's a $500,000 house, you know, average price home right now, single family. Uh, go through, look at the house. I have a home inspection done, which we always recommend. Uh, the home inspector goes over to Jason's house and sees that it's not been maintained properly. Uh, and Jeez, the Jason. furnace is squeaking and rattling and about to fall apart. And maybe it even does fall apart. It doesn't, the heat doesn't turn on. Who knows? Okay. Yeah, for whatever reason. Whatever. I come back and say, well, I still want the house. I still am okay with purchasing it at that price, but Jason, I want you to go and replace that furnace and I'll, I'll buy the house. Now, most scenarios, the agent goes to Jason and Jason, his agent goes, hey, Jason, this is what you gotta do. Uh, you know, bad luck, but yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and replace that furnace and then we'll just follow through with the contract and be done. So how much does the furnace cost? Oh, that's, that's a question. Let's say ten grand. Reasonable. So I've got five thousand dollars, and now I have a ten thousand dollar expense. Five thousand earnest money. Yeah, five thousand earnest, yeah, earnest money. So which probably hasn't even been released to me because they they're still not at their due diligence deadline because they're doing a good job and they had the home inspection mm-hmm. early. Mm-hmm. So they can back out for whatever reason. 
<clears throat> am I willing to incur a $10,000 cost to a buyer who may or may not perform? So now this is where you guys make your decision on what we've seen is if you have something that doesn't understand the contract, they may recommend, hey, go ahead, Jason. They're, they're, they love the house. They're going to do it. No problem. Be done with it. Well, today's day and age, who knows when you're going to get that part? It may be a month. Appliances, everything's backlogged on stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Jason now orders his furnace. They say it's going to take another three weeks to get here. He lays down 10 grand to buy that furnace to get it here. We have to extend the contract three or four more weeks because the deadlines don't, you know, the settlement deadline's not gonna match up now. Mm -hmm. And worst case scenario, I can't perform on the loan. Dog dies, I get in a, a car accident, storm. whatever. Now I default because I cannot follow through on my loan. Jason. I'm who, short on funds now. Who's just all, paid $10,000? Yeah, he's incurred furnace. a $10,000. This is important damage. Yes. And I've released 5,000 earnest money, which is all I put down to him, who's now spent 10,000. Yeah. To get. So, good so, job. You you didn't sell your house and now you're $5,000. So, and then on the one hand like, yeah, I got a new furnace and whatever. Maybe it was fine. But mm -hmm. what if what if this put me at a hard spot? So now I'm going to sue mm -hmm. Eric for, for for performance? Like he lost his job, but you can't because time? I the lender cannot qualify him for a loan for something. Maybe it was a car right. accident. Well, you can't qualify him for a five hundred thousand dollar loan. Well, but somewhere are we past the financing deadline? Yeah, and it, we are. Well, so now, now, now it is. Yeah, it doesn't it, matter what it was. Yeah, reason. he, he yeah, reached no, it, out. Yeah, we're we're it's there. So here's a couple different ways that you can look at this or help remedy this because well, how you should have done it in the first place, right? Yeah, because Jason had. It's a default, so he has right to that earnest money and he has the right to sue. He may not be able to sue for performance, but he can now go and sue and take him to court for another five grand to pay for that. Right, because he can show damage like that. Exactly. But who wants to be in court? What oh. a miserable way to spend your day. And you're still trying to sell your house. Yeah. You still have to deal with that. So what should we have done? So what, what do good agents what, do, Eric? A good agent would have said, Hey, Jason, your furnace is junk. You gotta do this. The buyer is asking for you to replace this. Jason's agent would have been like, hey, okay, great. Uh, we'll go ahead and replace that furnace, but we want you to put up another $5,000 earnest money and for all of that earnest money to go non-refundable at the time that I have to now purchase that furnace. Because the cost is actually incurred. Mm -hmm. So now he pays 10 grand to get that furnace, delivers in three, four weeks. His earnest money for 10 grand is already non-refundable. It's already there. It covers him in case something happens to the buyer. That way, same story happens. I default. Jason has $10,000 to pay for the furnace that was asked upon from the buyer. Yeah. And, the and now damages. I hope your dog dies. Because I got <laughs> <laughs> and the damages are as little as possible. Yes. And this, this is why a good agent is worth, you know, almost whatever you pay for him, right? Because in this case, the risk was managed because the, the agent knew what was going on. A lot of agents out there would not have detected this risk and they would have allowed Jason to proceed into a transaction where now you're bearing the risk. Right, and, and as a good agent, you can just say, this is the risk. What what do you want? Do you need coverage? Like maybe, uh, I knew the furnace was crap, I was, I was gonna replace it anyway. Yeah. You know, but make sure they're informed. 
Make sure they know. They're well, make sure they know. They may. He may not understand. Hey, do you do you want this? Ah, no, I'm good. Well, then all of a sudden they back out, and now the guy turns back around to his agent. Hey, you never told me that this was what actually could happen. What? I could now. I'm in the whole ten grand. I'm in the whole five grand. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't want you working for me anymore. I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff, which is comes back to uh, our previous episode of ethics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll put a. Where's it go? Up over. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, up over Eric's head. Wherever Tyler puts it. So, so that's that's one example, and that's a very real, and that's actually a very low risk, low dollar one that yeah. can happen. I mean, you get into it could be crazy numbers. It could be a. Uh, Hundreds of thousands. Well, let's take take the other side now. Yeah. Right? So we had story time with Eric. Thank you, Eric. Yay. Um, Now we're going to have story time with Jason um, about a transaction where the seller um, is. is This is a doozy. So get your juice box and your blankie. Um, Okay. So this is what happened. Contractor finds a sweet deal. Fizbo for sale by owner. Mm Gets an offer accepted. He He knows what's going on. He actually has friends and family in the industry. <clears throat> so there's no agents, gets an offer, gets a sweet deal, and it's got an extended close date because he's going to remodel this house in its entirety. And he starts spending the money to do it. So the the, the contractor's the buyer or the, the contractor's the buyer. Okay. okay. Yeah. So... And he's bringing... So what kind of things... Like he's bringing in like stone from... So the seller yeah. has allowed him to... No, no, he's, he's not... Doing anything to the house yet? Okay, but he's architectural plans. Okay, he's get, he's got it all ready. He's purchased stuff. Mm-hmm. As soon yeah. as it closes, he's getting his plan. Bam! Ready. It's done yeah. because he's yeah. going to turn around and sell it. Uh, no, he's going to live in it. It's oh. going to be freaking sweet. Cool. Okay. okay. Amazing. <clears throat> all right. So in the meantime, seller starts talking to an agent friend of hers. Mm-hmm. Agent says, "I can sell it for more and close it quicker." She says, "Okay." So get under contract sell it dude a contractor contract is still open he goes to check on the house (laughs) she sold it to someone else oh man (laughs) this hurts and so boy he sues for damages or performance that he's occurred that's incurred and he can show yeah these and the other thing he can show is like I've lost this much money on this house. These are the plans. Here's like an appraisal at this future plans of what it's worth. Mm-hmm. I can't buy another house and do the same thing to it. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yep. And that that is only the damages, financial damages incurred at the time. He will also be entitled to reasonable attorney fees, mm-hmm. which is going to be... Probably substantial on something yeah, like this. Yeah, aren't cheap. No, they're not. Yeah. And so in this case, obviously, like earnest money is not going to do the job. Like no matter how much earnest money was on the line, like it's just not going to do the job. Uh, the second option, which was sue for performance, like keep it in escrow, keep mm-hmm. the earnest money in escrow, sue for performance. What's she going to unsell it from? Yeah, how are you going to unsell it? Like that's not going to work. Uh, <sighs> so the only option really available to this contractor is you know, the the nuclear option is to go into a court, mm-hmm. talk to a judge and say, dude, look how look how I got screwed, man. This sucks. 
And I've got, I got $50,000 of materials sitting on pallets out in front of this house that, you know, the Joneses who've moved in, they have no idea. They're like, why is all this stuff building up in my driveway? Uh, man, that's gotta suck. Yeah, yeah. So one thing I wanna add really quick is this isn't legal advice, this is story time. I think Peter might say something. Yeah, yeah it's really important. We should all say that. This is not legal advice. Nope. Not legal advice. There we go. Just Get a hold clear. of your real estate attorneys and talk to them when these situations arise. Yes. Talk to them if you think you might be in a situation like this prior to doing it. Yes. But know what the contract is asking and yes. expecting yeah. before you sign it. Yeah. yeah. We're just going through the contract here today. If you do need a real estate attorney, um, you're welcome to talk to us and we'll gladly bounce you to someone who knows yes. much more about the law than we do. <laughs> Um, like well, and that's the purpose of these yeah. these videos is to kind of break some of that down because if you might read that and if say you're working with an agent who doesn't understand the contract, but you watch this our video, you're like, hey, doesn't this kind of mean this? Now you can ask some questions. You can sit there and yeah. ask a little bit, know where to go, know how to talk to, sure. hey, this is a potential issue. I really like the idea of someone sitting down in a real estate attorney's office and saying, you know, I saw these three guys on the, <laughs> on the internet and they said, fill in uh, the blank. Your attorney will probably charge you more. <laughs> but probably. The pain in the butt fee but or something. We want to hear that story, so put it down yeah. below. All right, all right. So what did we learn? Well, my key takeaway is don't be an idiot in the contract. Don't, don't, don't break contracts. That's a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, it's important to have earnest money that's sufficient to cover any reasonable damages or transaction. Cover cover your earnest money that you're putting down in a domino transaction, cover the repairs that need to be made, make sure your assets are covered. We like stories, we're not lawyers. Just remember that. Hey Jason. Yes sir. So how much are you suing that buyer for? <laughs> Let's not even talk about that today. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to get in touch with us, shoot us a text at 801-228-7687. Make sure you mention the show. You can email us at the Utah Real Estate Show at gmail.com. You can watch this show on YouTube and you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you learned something or if you really love this show, give us a like on YouTube and drop a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The Utah Real Estate Show is a production of Hive Collective at Presidio Real Estate with support from Security Home Mortgage. The NMLS number for Security Home Mortgage is 178787. The NMLS number for Jason Christiansen is 240472, Equal Housing Lender. Not only is this not legal or investment advice, but you should definitely talk to a pro before you make any real estate decision. Every situation is different and should be considered in context. Copyright Jason Christiansen, Eric Wist, and Tyler Kazare. All rights reserved. Talk to you next week. Guys. Red. Now that I've got your attention. <laughs> When it comes to real estate, what's your default position? I don't even know. Like, no, your default position. We're talking about default. That's what we're talking about today. You no, you get. You guys both got to do that. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what we're talking about. Okay. Today. Yeah. The red bars are going up and down. Okay, they're white. Oh, you better be careful. It's real tour. Oh, real a tour. <laughs> Let's.
Okay. He is the CEO of, of UCAR, the Utah Real Estate, the Utah Association of Real Estate. Utah County yeah. Association. Of, there's a right. reason why people say UCAR. It's hard to say. Yeah. So. I'm starting it. Sorry. I'm yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why? How about no? Because we, because I can play the music in the background, and then we'll be singing it. What? But what? But why? Why? That's the out. <coughs> why? No. That's actually that's <laughs> a, it's not too bad.